Today we're going to look at the number one problem facing most customer education teams when it comes to technology, and that is picking the wrong tool for the job to be done. And I don't really mean which specific vendor or which brand or provider, but what I do mean is assigning the incorrect tools to perform critical functions in your training and education business. Welcome to the Customer Academy Playbook, where we dive into the specific strategies and methods companies use to drive customer engagement, increase sales, and decrease support overhead, leveraging the power of customer education and training. I'm your host, Matt Tidwell, the founder of Think Through, which is a creative agency helping companies outteach their competition and build training that customers love. We work with SaaS and tech companies, nonprofits, and government organizations to deliver customized online training to thousands and even tens of thousands of professionals each year. All right, on to today's episode. Let's get started. All right, in today's episode, we're looking at the number one problem, I think, that you know, many customer education teams are facing when it comes to picking tools and technologies and all that sort of stuff. And that is simply assigning the wrong jobs to the tools. It's not necessarily which vendor you pick or which provider you find, but it's really thinking about the job that that tool has to do and then selecting your technology. And so for customer education teams, I would say misaligning the jobs to be done and the tools really happens with what I like to call your big three. And that is your CRM or your customer relationship management tool, your CMS or your content management system, and your LMS or your learning management system. So in today's episode, we're going to break down the role that each of these technologies play within your business and then illustrate how you go about selecting the appropriate technology and implementing that technology to create just a wonderful education experience that your customers will love. First, let's define the big three and the roles. So you may know what these acronyms are, the CRM and the CMS and the LMS, but if you don't, that's perfectly okay. And, you know, in fact, for many of you, you may just be starting this customer education journey and all of these terms and tools may be new. So uh, just stay tuned. If you already know what these are, we're move through these quickly. If you don't, this is a great kind of foundation. So in our big three, we have three components here. We have the CRM, which is our customer relationship management tool, and I like to think about this. This is a central hub that's going to store all of the data related to our customers. Uh, it's going to hold the most common types of activity or their engagement on our website or with our products. Um, it will likely store things if they speak to a salesperson, uh, if they put in a support ticket, or if they're talking with an account manager or members of your team. All those things should essentially go into your CRM. The second building block in that big three is the CMS or the content management system. And, and this is a really powerful tool. I would say many companies view their website almost like a digital brochure, but your website can really turn into powerful technology if you think about it like a CMS that's going to present specific content, again, content management system, specific content to prospects, customers, and partners quickly based on what you know about them. So there's really a good interconnected relationship between your CRM and your CMS. And then finally, in the customer education seat, in the training seat, the final piece for that is the LMS, and that is the learning management system. And this is really the system that delivers your course content. It's gonna track clients' progress through your courses, their completions, it's gonna deliver relevant certificates, and do all the reporting functions there. And so it's really the learning piece of your customer journey. 
So now there, there can be many layers to this big three tech stack and many organizations have all sorts of additional pieces to that. So you may have different marketing automation tools. You may have website chat and integrations. You may have email automation systems that are different from these. You may have, you know, multiple types of CMS structures and things, but I like to break it down as simple as possible. And that's going to be those three pieces, the CRM, the CMS, and your LMS. All right, and in this episode, just to keep it simple, I'm only going to focus on these three technologies because if we can define the roles and responsibilities of these three, we can go about selecting any new tool, any new functionality, any new technology, any new brand, any new vendor or provider. Uh, we can go about selecting those really methodically and really address challenges that are not solved in our current tech stack. So the biggest challenge that I've observed, or, or one of the biggest challenges that I've observed, is that teams simply, you know, assign the wrong technology or the wrong tool to perform a job. <laughs> and it sounds simple, but over time, you know, just leaning on your LMS in ways that the LMS isn't designed, or leaning on your content management system to do features and functions that it's not really designed, overall it just starts to make things more complicated. And you'll find that your team spending more and more time on what should be simple things, where you'll see that they're, you know, spending more money on new tools or new technologies or integrations or all sorts of stuff, uh, which is going to increase costs, make things more time consuming and make things more challenging. And, you know, it's really easy to start kind of pointing fingers when you look at why are we moving so slow or what do we not need or are people not motivated or what's happening in marketing or all, all those sorts of things. But people like to kind of have an easy out and look at poor performance or lack of skill. But a lot of times, if you look, if you really look at what's happening, you just have great people and great departments using tools to do things that they weren't really designed to do. You know, it's easy to point the finger in all sorts of scenarios, but if you really kind of go under the hood and look, it's not that people aren't doing the best they can with what they have. It's simply that they have the wrong tools to do the job that needs to get done. And so as a result, they're leaning on tools and trying to push them or customize them or bend them to do things they weren't really designed to do. So, and you know, all departments suffer from this and customer education and training is perhaps one area where this is becoming more and more common because it, it's a rapidly growing industry. It's a rapidly growing department. It looks different in every organization and we all get new tools and things in our inbox and on social media, like the latest and greatest widget. And so it's really easy for us to just start picking and choosing what's new and shiny versus kind of having a methodical approach to go through and say, what's the job to be done? And so as more and more companies try to launch a customer education program or scale and deliver really high quality customer experiences, you know, it's easy to look at the short term and look at the latest social media ad and, and go ahead and just do the free trial and try the widget and do those sorts of things. But if we really look at the longer term, you know, impact that this decision has, um, it's great to move fast and lean, but we do want to make sure that we're using the tools to perform the jobs they were designed to perform. And, you know, to put it simply, what this really means is, you know, going back to the big three in your customer education stack, you are assigning either the LMS or the CRM or the CMS, you're assigning one of those tools the wrong jobs. And so here's some examples of what that looks like. A common one is trying to run your blog or deliver white papers or, you know, lead magnet opportunities on a learning management system. Uh, that's a really kind of common 
crossing of the lines between your CMS and your your LMS, you know, trying to use an LMS to deliver marketing assets. Can it be done? Yes. Is it as scalable as it needs to be? Probably not. Another common example of a misalignment might be trying to host a community in your CRM technology or trying to deliver courses through your CRM or something like that and using, you know, leads and things like that to track learner data when, you know, you may really want to use your LMS to track learner data and then simply populate fields in your CRM, not try to make your CRM an LMS. And so just as a disclaimer for any example that I give, you know, you're going to be able to point to a team that's doing something that I say, you know, is wrong or misaligned or something like that. And they're probably doing it very, very well. It may be because they've identified their specific process and or their requirements and their tools meeting the needs of the job to be done. You know, if you talk to the folks in those departments and teams, you, you may find out that they're frustrated as all get out, that it's actually very, very difficult. But, you know, on the outside, everything looks great, too. Just again, every business looks different, but uh, there's so much time, so much energy, so much resources wasted on implementing tools and getting alignment and buy-in from leadership when at the end of the day you're assigning the tools to do the wrong job. So then what's the ideal state, right? So we've, we've talked about misalignment. So what's the ideal state for most businesses using the big three? And really in an ideal world or in a perfect situation, you know, every interaction within your business is tracked in your CRM automatically or with very minimal effort from an individual. Uh, this is going to be all the inner, you know, all the engagement or interactions inside your company or digitally or, you know, any of those sorts of technologies that are connected like your CMS or your LMS. And with this really tight integration between your CMS and your LMS, you're going to be able to provide your customers with really helpful, relevant information that's going to deepen the relationship with them, continue to provide value, and position you as the trusted solution and trusted provider, furthering that relationship and increasing the value of that relationship. As the lines of technology blur, you know, your LMS may start to look like a CRM, or it may start to behave a lot like a CMS. And, you know, in some situations, if your team is at a smaller scale, or if you don't just have as many team members selling or as many team members in marketing, or you're just a smaller organization, you may find that a kind of all-in-one solution, all-in-one platform is, is really beneficial. It's going to streamline the amount of things you have to keep up with. But what you'll find is that if you've already invested in functions like a CRM or a CMS or an LMS in, in some situations, getting one of those all-in-one off-the-shelf solutions you're actually going to be paying for the same features twice. You're going to have kind of redundant features and, you know, it'll start to get confusing. Which system is sending which email? Where is our customer data stored? Where do I see their latest purchases? Where do I see what they're engaging with? Some of that is in your LMS and some of that's in your CRM and some of that's, you know, in different places. Having those duplicated features is going to make it more confusing as it scales and as you reach a certain volume. If you need all three systems and you have a smaller team, you know, there are all-in-one platforms that may be more than enough to meet your needs. And in fact, there's million-dollar businesses running on all-in-one systems. But if your company already has established systems and tools, you know, really it's time to begin the process of aligning the jobs to be done with the tools in place and then making a decision that meets the needs of the experiences you're hoping to provide. All right, let's talk about how to get there then. Like if we have this misalignment, how do we avoid that? How do we actually design the solution? Like everything else, there are many ways to get to the ideal state for your team, your customer education goals, and your specific business. But one approach that may work well is simply map out the typical activities and processes that customers go through 
and then think about what types of data do you need to see as that happens, right? So if sales needs to see certain things or if marketing needs to see certain things or if you, the owner, need to see certain things, like what are those data points? And then do you get that from a current system? Is that already in place or do we need to start to solve those gaps? Now this seems, <laughs> this probably seems really simple, but again, it's time out of normal daily operations, client support, client fulfillment, product design, delivery, shipping, all the stuff that we do in our businesses. Uh, it's just time away from those normal operations. And it's, it's amazing how many teams don't take the time to really write down, you know, what is the job to be done? What problem are we solving? So I recommend mapping out some common use cases. Here's an example. So you might look at what happens if a client engages in your blog or downloads guides from your website. You know, that's a CMS function. Will you know that they're interested in a particular topic or service or product? Could you recommend a course or a learning path on that for them as a customer education uh, department? Could you start to recommend those things? Do you have the data you need? If not, there's an opportunity to look at mapping. Um, if we flip that, what happens if someone completes a course? You know, it's really common to think, okay, once someone completes a course, I want an account manager or rep to congratulate them. I want to share their completion with, you know, folks on LinkedIn. Um, I want to take them further into engaging with our products or services. Like, what's that next step? So do you have that map from your LMS back into your CRM or cross systems? Another area that really aligns, if we think about from a customer success team, is what about support tickets or help desk, you know, tickets? If someone puts in a ticket related to, you know, things that you've already written articles or things in your CMS on, or if you already have courses or training on those things, are you able to acknowledge that and then recommend some self-service support in addition to working with a real live support team member? Uh, and then for sales folks, you know, what about events and webinars and trade shows and live sessions and phone calls? If, if someone's engaged in those activities, are you able to uniquely communicate to them and recommend relevant steps for them? So these are, you know, just some examples of common tasks that customer education teams, you know, have to solve for. And it really blends the responsibilities of your marketing, your sales teams, and your customer success teams. You know, again, go through the process of thinking about those data points. What do we need to see uh, about our customers and clients or about their organizations at certain points? What do we currently have in place to collect that data? And then really think about where it fits strategically. Is it a learning data point? It should probably be in a learning system first and then go into our CRM. Is it a sales or activity or engagement point? It should probably be in our CRM and impact the other systems. Is it content that they're downloading or engaging with? Um, is it outside of a training? Is it just helpful guides? That's probably a CMS activity. Or if it's a trade show, or if it's a webinar or something like that, that's probably you know CMS, but it might also be in the CRM as well. So just thinking about those things and bringing it together. And again, this is going to take support and you know collaboration between all the teams. You can't build this in a silo. All right, so bringing it all together, right? We've talked about the the biggest problem is misalignment with the jobs to be done and the tools. We talked a little bit about what that looks like when we're misaligned. And then we talked about, you know, what are common use cases and how to think about mapping the jobs to be done to our systems. So let's bring it all together. So really, again, first and foremost, before anyone purchases a platform or a tool or before you uh, go through the free trial process and get inundated with sales letters, map out what the best case scenario looks like for your education team and for your customers 
and really, you know, any of those departments or others that you're supporting. Then when you start to look at additional tools or platforms, you won't get as caught up in the latest, greatest features or the widgets or the beautiful imagery that marketing has for them. Uh, you'll actually focus on, you know, the data that you need, the experiences you need to deliver, and really how that should be integrated into everything that you have. And so that's going to help you make more informed purchase decisions, ask really specific, thoughtful questions during the, you know, product evaluation lifecycle, and then really make a good investment. So then once you have that information, the second step is to identify immediate short-term goals and then the path toward your ultimate ideal state, right? So you've got that map. When a customer does this in our CMS, we want to see this in our CRM. We want to see this in the LMS. We want to have data at these different points for these different teams. You know, that's your ideal state. It may take a little time to get there. So you want to move fast, hopefully, right? You want to test some solutions. Uh, you may not want to buy the most expensive and latest and greatest tool. You may want to buy something that's very simple and then kind of scale out from there. So, but again, defining those targets of like what you need, when you need it will also help you say, you know, we want to test and experiment first, or we know exactly what we need. We need a more robust system. It doesn't make sense to launch with anything until we have that robust system identified. Um, so you're going to have those markers of when it's time to move on, what scale and size of technology you need. And then finally, once you have that plan and you know like when you're going to move on, what tech you're willing to invest in, those sorts of things, commit to that plan and test it along the way. You know, uh, I think that new tools and platforms and tech are great, and but at the end of the day, every single line item you add, every single component to the tech stack adds additional challenge to roll those things out. You know, whether that's team buy-in, leadership buy-in, management, resources, money, people, staff, whatever those things are, right? Uh, it's going to be a project. So don't get discouraged. Stay the course. Stick to the plan. And really having those short-term goals to have quick wins and then having your ultimate kind of long-term state, those are really going to keep you kind of motivated along the path, really rolling out a thoughtful, just really exceptional customer education program. So before anyone purchases another platform or tool, you need to map out what the best case scenario looks like for your education team and really all those that you support as a customer education team. And then when you start to select additional tools or platforms, you're going to have a much better idea of the data that you need, the experiences those tools and systems need to deliver, and you're going to have a really clear picture of how it needs to integrate into everything else you already have. Second, with that information, you're going to then identify some short-term goals, right? And these are going to be quick wins along the path to the ultimate kind of customer education utopia ideal state. And whatever you decide, um, you may decide that you want to move quickly and you want to implement a leaner, smaller system, test solutions, try different content types, see what works for your customers and for your business. If you decide to move kind of lean like that, you may not want to spend a ton of money on a really robust enterprise class, you know, fully integrated system. You may want to move, you know, uh, smaller and faster that way. Or, you know, you map out those short-term goals and long-term thing. And you say, nope, this is not going to work for our business unless we get this thing that is, you know, battleship ready and it does all the things for internal, external partners, all this stuff, multi-language, fully integrated in Salesforce, like all that stuff. You may decide, like, that is the plan. And again, there's no right or wrong. It's just what is right for you and when is it time to outgrow a technology or move to a new system, things like that. So every business, it looks different. 
And then finally, we've mapped it. We've identified our goals. Finally, we need to commit to a plan and then test, you know, at intervals along the way. And it's hard to stay the course because there's always new tools. There's always new platforms. There's always new discounts and new pricing. But all the work from team buy-in, you know, getting your leadership to approve the budget, getting the resources you need, and negotiating with tools and vendors and consultants and all those things, it, it can be a project. So don't get discouraged. <laughs> don't chase the next shiny object. Uh, don't just add tools to the stack just to do it. Stick to the short-term goals that you have. Look at the midterm plans that might indicate you're outgrowing the technology and then always keep that kind of ideal state in mind. All right, that wraps this episode on messing up the big three. I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope it's useful. Again, my name is Matt Tidball. I'm the founder of Think Through. We're an agency helping brands build training that customers love. Please, please share this episode if you found it helpful. Leave us a note uh, below if, if you're on a platform where you can leave comments. Check out the show notes. We have guides and all sorts of helpful resources there. And please subscribe if you haven't already. And finally, I will see you in the next episode of Customer Academy Playbook.